Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hello, my loves. Hello, my loves. And welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Mama. How you doing? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm doing absolutely amazing. Okay, fantastic. Well, you look like you're doing amazing. I apologize for not asking. <laughs> no, but you know what? Sometimes you just got to say it. All right, I'm going to say you And not it. be asked. Okay. And that's how I'm feeling. That's right. You just walk up to people and be like, Hey, you, who, you, I'm feeling wonderful. Yes. That's right. Yes, you've got to do that. Let them know. Because today's show is, what's the topic, Daddy? Are you getting better or are we getting better as we're getting older? Are we getting better as we're getting older? And really, y'all, think about that question. Are you getting better as you're getting older or are you getting worse? <laughs> or are you getting worse? Really? Really? Like, are you getting better as you, as, the, as the years go by, as your numbers go up? Do you look in the mirror and say, wow, I'm aging like a fine wine? Or as your numbers go up, do you look in the mirror and say, wow, shit has really been difficult? One or the other. And, and we understand that there's a level of, for lack of a better word, we're going to lose a step. If we were to use a... Uh, 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 sports analogy, we're going to lose a step as we get older. We know that. But you know how you see the old athletes from back in the day, and you can see the ones that life has been good to, and you can see the ones mm. that, you know, they've kind of take a hit. Well, they're no different than you know I. So it's like, are we getting better as we're getting older? Okay, so I have to share something with y'all, and, and I believe this is why we came up with this topic. This is why. So this past week, we've had um, family in town, and I've had the opportunity, we've had the opportunity to be surrounded by the youngest person in our family and the oldest person mm -hmm. in our family. And the youngest person in our family is, my, is our great-nephew, Raymond, who is now three weeks old, and the oldest person in our family is my Aunt Anne, who is 82 years old. Mm -hmm. And to be in the midst of, and all the generations in between that, mm -hmm. and to be in the midst of it, it was just absolutely beautiful to watch. Because my Aunt Anne, who was 82 years old. Tell him again. 82 years old, has not one wrinkle on her face. Not one wrinkle. Not one wrinkle on her face. And when I tell y'all, baby, all of this 
fancy shit and scrubs and all this shit they be having on the market. You know what my Aunt Anne uses? Tell them. Goddamn Vaseline. Come on. Vaseline, baby, is it. She uses Vaseline and Cherry Jubilee lipstick. Now, what you want from me? And that's what she's been using, Daddy, since I was a little girl. Right. And what we would have understood was that if you were using Vaseline to moisturize your skin, essentially you were saying to your pores, I refuse for you to breathe. Listen. I don't want you to breathe anymore. Whatever they were saying, this shit worked. It worked. Okay, because black women back in the day in Vaseline, it was something about it. My grandmother had me say, take a little bit and put it on your tongue and take that. Vaseline? Yeah. Okay, baby. Well, the shit was petroleum. Yeah. Okay, gasoline. Dead is. Vaseline. All right. Well, she used it. Get it. And she used it 82 years old. So here's what was, was going on this week, right? It's myself, my cousin Robin, Robin's mother Beverly, my niece Stephanie, my aunt Anne, Stephanie's little girl Sky. This is just all the women. And Stephanie just had a little boy, Raymond, but we're just talking about all of the women. The women. The family. The, 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 yes. And matriarchs and future. Matriarch and future matriarchs. And to watch all of us in the kitchen, moving around that kitchen at one time was so beautiful. And to watch my Aunt Anne, who was 82, and our great niece, Skye, who was four, snap green beans together. Snap green beans together. And I watched my Aunt Anne do this with this little girl with such joy and patience and um, pride. And it was so beautiful because there was a time. And, and relaxed. And very relaxed. Enjoying the moment. And there was a time with my Aunt Anne, for me, as I saw from my eyes as a, as a little girl, <laughs> she wasn't a very nice person. Mm -hmm. She wasn't a very relaxed person or a very patient person. It was always an irritation. You know, as a kid, it, it, she was always... Almost that she was... It wasn't that she wasn't so much mean as the things that she did weren't necessarily the nicest, per se. Or she was just mean. Well, let me say this. Because I won't put words in your mouth. She was the right. kind of aunt that if you wanted something to eat, right. you're going to get something to eat. Get it. Okay? If you need somewhere to sleep, right. you're going to have somewhere to sleep. Right. But she might cuss your ass out while you fixing that plate. Okay. She might tell you, listen here, don't you piss in my beds. Don't do shit but sleep. Don't. So she was that aunt. Okay. She was the aunt for me that, and see, sometimes, Daddy, people think that my mouth is brand new. Oh. But they don't know. Oh, they don't know, but she comes from a family full of mouths like her. She was a mouth in training. Come on. Like that you don't understand the mouth elites and her family that Daddy. are standing there with their head down on the gold. I'm sorry, head up. Come on. And then head down on the top podium getting their gold medal for mouth. Give it to me. Okay. See, this is the aunt that. Tell the story. I'm going to tell her, Daddy. So. When my Uncle Donald, I was a little girl, right? My Uncle Donald was a stone-cold drunk, okay? I'm talking about coming down the street, falling over. You know, you go around the liquor store, and they take his money every goddamn Friday, right? Every. Every Friday. So this one was no different, okay? He drunk, falling over, coming down the street with his post office uniform on. And the little boys from around on Harlem Avenue, right? Because my grandmother and my aunt lived on Brantley Avenue, right? Little boys from Harlem Avenue, they going to harass him. Right. So I'm sitting on the front steps with Robin, right? 
And and we sitting on Anne's front steps, okay? And this is how smart she used to be in her mouth, right? How smart? Now, now Monique's a little girl. <laughs> but how smart she used to be, the adult used to be in her mouth. Because even right now as an adult, I still feel like I was right. But let me yeah, just yeah, explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my Uncle Donald coming down the street, the little niggas from around on Harlem Avenue, they harassing, right? Okay. So I say, y'all better leave my Uncle Donald alone. You better. You, I, I don't play that. No. Right? And I know he's a drunk. Right. But you don't mess with he's him in front drunk. of me. He's out drunk. Okay. Okay. So they still talking trash and I'm talking trash, mm-hmm. right? Y'all better go here. So here come my Aunt Anne come out on the front. <laughs> and she said, Monique. We don't have all that noise around here where we live. Go on up there where you live and make all that noise. Now, stop and tell them where they live at. No, they live in, on Brantley Avenue. But what is Brantley Avenue? It's in the hood. Okay. In the hood hood, baby. It was right around the corner from Murphy Homes Projects. Okay. But I'm going to tell you something about Brantley Avenue. Let it was the best goddamn block in the city. Okay. So, okay, back at it. Okay. So, she going to come out and say, take it up there where you live. Right. Now, I ain't companion shit, but that's just what it was at the time. We lived in the county. And I think she had a little resentment, you know, that maybe my mother had a husband and we lived in the county. I don't know. County means suburbs to y'all because, see, county meant prison to some other folks. So I just want to clarify. Okay. Okay. So when she tell me, um, don't do that, I said, and they talking to Donald bad. And she said, listen, (laughs) you stop running your mouth and you shut up. Bam. I said, you don't tell me to shut up. How old were you? I was in the sixth grade. And how old was she? She was grown, grown. Okay. And I was on the front steps with her granddaughter. That's your mother's older My, sister. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so go ahead. I told her. She told me to shut up. I said, you don't tell me to shut up. Mm-hmm. She said, you say something else and I'm going to slap you in your mouth. Okay. I said, well, when you slap me in my mouth, I'm going to slap you in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> okay. So do you understand why to speak up in reference to Tyler, Oprah, you know, Ku Klux Klan, it don't matter. She been speaking up. Okay. For a while. Shit ain't right. Shit ain't right. Okay. Right. So that's the aunt. Okay. So that's really a lot of, uh, I won't say a lot of my encounters, but they just weren't, I won't say they were overly friendly. They weren't overly mean, but they weren't, it was just like, that was my aunt. I was her niece. And then your observations that you had seen outside of that. So all of this is to essentially set the stage for this Few past days. So these few past days, my aunt Anne and I have really had some time to spend together. And to watch this 82-year-old woman evolve into a gentler, kinder, more patient, and and appreciative of love. Because as she was sitting at our, in our home and our kids were hugging up on her and talking to her, and I could just see her just glowing. And she said to me, she said, Monique, you have no idea how this feels right now. And I don't because I'm not 82, and I haven't been on that journey, but to watch her be open to it mm-hmm. was just absolutely beautiful. So I'm, I'm learning lessons as I'm watching her doing this this family time. Mm-hmm. I'm learning lessons as I'm watching Robin and her mother mm-hmm. and me and Stephanie and Stephanie and Skye. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm watching all of these 
women because one day Sky will be the matriarch. Mm-hmm. And she's four years old right now. So just watching us, and we're getting a chance to watch Anne, who at 82, I would have never thought that they would have come that that woman would have been in our home relaxed. Right. Never would I have thought that time would have come. So just to say, are we getting better as we're getting older? Stephanie is our niece, baby. And essentially all of this, this conversation is really in reference to for those coming in, are you better as you're getting older? Because I think to a degree you can relate to what she's experiencing from a standpoint, not specifically as a grandmother, but specifically as to relaxing and becoming your your woman, if you will, becoming mm-hmm. just like the same with men. It's no different. And um, watching uh, Robin, which is your cousin, which is, you know, part of our team, uh, her mom and the relationships, because, you know, a part of it is being open enough as you get older to doing things that you would not normally do. Um, being open enough to have conversations in a, in a manner with people that you may not have been. And someone asked earlier, um, what do you mean by are you, how are you getting better as you're getting older, spiritually, physically? Anything that you can see that makes you acknowledge that I'm getting better because there are things that we always are going to need work on, even things that we're getting better on oftentimes are what we need to work on. But to be aware that you need the work was something that, oftentimes only comes with tenure at the job. You're not going to understand in the same manner uh, when you're a kid that how much work needs to go into your awareness of the world around you and the relationships in which you had and what you're willing to do to make those things work. And I think that it was almost a feeling of everybody was making sure that this was going to work. And with your, uh, your aunt, Watching her was like watching you getting used to someone treating you with respect. Because to go back and like, oh, no, you don't have to go back. And she had asked for a uh, the, the ladies, they were getting together. And maybe part of the reason why they were having such a good time as well is they were getting together with some cocktails. OK, yeah, yeah. so it was this is a special concoction <laughs> that Robin was creating that she I got the the the, the, the liquor run, if you will. Come well, on. You know, though the apple snaps and stuff. OK, and that okay. OK, so. Amongst that, I told her, put everything and text me the list. And she forgot to text a Coca-Cola for Aunt Anne. Yes. So when we got back, she said, did you get our answer? Did you get everything on the list? We said, absolutely. We got everything on the list. Did you get the Coke? Well, that wasn't on the list. (laughs) (laughs) So to go back and get it, she was just saying that you don't have to go do that. But where we're from, it's like you got to go back and do that. How are you going to tell the oldest one there no? How are you going to tell any ladies there no, first of all, under the circumstances? But to be in a position where you as a lady, and we talked about that before, are willing to accept royal treatment. Because you oftentimes hear people say that you want royal treatment, Mm. but then you get it from people that you know and love and you're trying to be tough and then not accept it when when it's coming to you. So I saw a bit of the similarities between all the ladies because as black women, there's a level of strength that 
by default of you being a black woman, you have to be strong. Mm. But sometimes you have to be strong enough to relinquish uh, the need to be strong, and you're still strong, but let somebody take care of you as well. You know, Daddy, just when you were speaking about Ann with the Coke and and um, the oldest person there, right? Mm-hmm. I remember when my grandmother was alive, and there were so many things about my grandmother that I learned without necessarily having to have a conversation, just watching her. And I watched this woman, and I'm not sure how old my grandmother was. Not sure. But watching her, at whatever age she was, still be open to work on her attitude. Like, didn't buy into, I'm setting my ways, and that's just the way I am, and that's just it. So I've, I've had some examples in front of me of these older women that said, baby, you can, you can make a choice one way or the other. Do you want to get better or do you want to stay right here? We talk about it. Let's go to the lines, y'all. Hey, you on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Hi, Monique and Sydney. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Um, this is CJ, your girl out of Atlanta. How you guys doing? Hey, hey baby. Hey, uh, great conversation. Um, it's, it's so timely because I just came back from D.C. Um, with my grandmother. We were um, celebrating my oldest brother who turned 50, matter of fact, um, on um, Monday. And my grandmother, who's 86, I'm amazed by her, her mind. Um, mm-hmm. This woman has, um, I call her a Pentium 4 computer brain because she never forgets anything. She rattles off everything. And I told my mother that um, on my mom's side, I said, you said you had a full day. I said, I spent the weekend with my grandmother. She's up at 1, 1.30 in the morning, getting her party on, waiting, no complaining. She's up the next morning at 7 o'clock with no type of gripes or anything. And I'm amazed about how her energy is and how her focus is. And I'm saying as she's getting older, I mean, yes, she may be having little aches and here and there mm-hmm. her body, mm-hmm. but her mind and her spirit, it keeps getting renewed. She remembers things like it was just yesterday. And I said to people, like, oh, I'm getting old. My grandmother said, she's not getting old. She's moving along with time. And I said it to myself because I'm moving along with time. So I'm not getting old because her memory and how she responds and she knows everybody. She, and my father's side of the family is so long. It is deep. And I don't even know all the people. But she remembers everybody's birthday. She knows their children. She knows, remembers all the major things in life. I'm looking like, and I just had time. I said, this whole weekend, I'm sitting here spending time with my grandmother. And I'm amazed that this woman. I know she's like you say she's getting better and she's getting moving along with time. She's getting better, wow. and I'm amazed by her her memory. I'm amazed by her ingenuity, and I'm amazed by her altogether. So, people, I think people have to look at. I look at the elder, and she's the el- most elder in my side of my family, and I'm amazed by her. So, I want to emulate that part of getting better in terms of just recognizing and understanding. And she changes. She may have some flaws. She even apologizes. I may not be perfect. And I apologize for, you know, she apologized. I said, just a grandma, you're getting kind of snippy. you saying that kind of firm, like, you know, to get let her know. But she's aware of things and still accepting her changing, that she can change. And she says things, you know, like, grandma, nobody will believe that no more. But, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be around somebody 86. And sometimes she may annoy me sometimes, but then I come back and recognize that she's 86. And she's still here. And she has her mind. She still drives. And she lives alone. We appreciate so, that. It's a beautiful thing. So, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting better as I move along with time, you guys. Come That's on, right. baby. That's right. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, honey. That's right. My pleasure. Have a good weekend. You, you too, too, baby. And happy Thanksgiving. 
Like, yeah, I mean, it's like not just with the um, matriarchs getting better with time. I mean, it's one of those things where it's it's a slow process to even be aware of all the things that we're aware of, but to see you ladies sitting there getting together with the stories that, you know, I've heard throughout the years, and then you find out, then you can get together and you, you know, a different people than you understood yourself to be through conversations held that you weren't a part of. You know what I mean? And it's it's um funny because Beverly, who was the oldest cousin in the family, has touched all the children. One way or the other, she's touched all the children. She used to babysit Shalon. And then to watch her hold on to Ray Ray, you know, it's it it was um you understood that thing called a village. And Ray Ray is Stephanie, who's the baby's newest child. Yes, yes. I talk like everybody just know what I'm talking That's about. What I'm you sorry, do. my babies. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Open Relationship with Monique and Sydney Hicks. All right, we're going to the lines. Hey, my love, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Hi, it's Holly out of Dallas. Hello, Mo. Hello, Sid. Hey, baby. I just want to tell you, first of all, uh, please forgive me. I know that the topic is uh, about getting better with time, but I wanted to let you know that the story that you're telling about your family resonates with me. Mm. My, um, I come from a matriarchal family. I was raised with four generations of women. They literally were the ones to help raise me. My grandmother... <laughs> who was actually my great-grandmother, was born in 1913 Mm. and was still around and was, uh, you know, helping raising me. She raised my mother and my mother's brothers and sisters as their great-grandmother, but, of course, they called her mama. And, uh, you know, it's just funny that you're talking about Aunt Anne because, of course, the stories I hear from my mother and her brothers and sisters about Granny was, you know, about her, you know, and, and their hard bringing up. You know, I got little pieces of that from Granny, but not so much as, you know, what they did, uh, you know, when I was coming up, because Granny, she was firm with a gentle hand, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, but I just, you know, I I totally understand, and, you know, and I, I completely, like, get what you're saying about Aunt Anne, because I know I, I step back and I look, at uh, these women in my family, and I'm like, you know, I, I've seen where you've come from and, you know, the things that you've had to go through to get to where you are. I can't say myself because, you know, I'm not on the outside looking in. I can't tell really where I have become to evolve in my 37 years, but, you know, I can definitely look around me and say, you know, you, you women have come very far, and I appreciate all that you have been through and, you know, the things that you have taught me. Wow. Thank you, baby. Thank you. You know, 
very much. Are we getting better as we're getting older? And I think that if we just take a look around us, and you can ask yourself, which direction do I want to go in? Because I've been able to see examples of it all. I've been able to see examples of women that said, I'm a fight to the end. And I've seen examples of women that said, I'm giving up at the beginning. I'm giving up. Come on, we're going to the lines. Are you getting better as you're getting older? Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Hi, Mo. This is Deirdre from Fredericksburg, Virginia. I just love you and Sydney's show. I'm going to say, first of all, happy Thanksgiving to you all and happy holidays. I could definitely attest to what you guys are talking about. I'm almost 50 years old, and I have five sons and seven grandkids. And my sons tell me all the time, the oldest one being 30, the youngest one being just turning 18, the difference how I was when the older boys were coming up as opposed to my youngest son, Mm -hmm. and now even with my grandkids. I'm still a work in progress. (laughs) I take it one day at a time, temperament and all. I'm a Jersey girl through and through, plus I have that Caribbean blood running through through my veins. Come on. So I'm definitely a work in progress, but I thank God every day for giving me the opportunity and the breath to continue to make changes within myself. Mm. There you go. Thank you, my sweet sister. Thank you. Love you guys. Love Love you, honey. Come on, y'all. Are we getting better as we're getting older? And are we paying attention? And what you're hearing, too, is, again, I think it's a level of um, patience Mm. that people are starting to get as they're getting older Hopefully, because you start realizing, and that's why I guess, you know, the reason why they were thinking you should elect a president at a certain age because you would think they would act mature. But age is obviously based upon how Donald Trump executes things, just a number. It's not an indication of maturity. But when you uh, have a level of self-awareness as you're getting older, um, you start realizing that things are typically not as harsh as we make them or not that they aren't as important but they're not dire Mm -hmm. you know and it all ends with us transitioning to another place which people who stick around they refer to it as death so since we know that that transition is going to take place at some point in time it's a thought process of Why not enjoy this thing while you have it? Because you don't know how long that you're going to get it. And I think what happens when you get to be 82, there's a thought process that you might not get 82 more. Mm. So for every day that you get, why not make it more enjoyable? And to those that are almost 40, almost 30, almost 20, if you can grasp what that person who is older is trying to convey when they're talking to you about to about how to appreciate life a little bit more whatever life means to you when you're younger the more days that you can have to enjoy that understanding and put it into use and not just wait till you get to be a lot older and then have that awakening but better late than never better late than never but it does make you think about it daddy because Turning 50. Turning 50. That's half of 100. Half of 100. Right? Yeah. 
Now, when I was 20, getting 20 more didn't fuck with me. Damn, nope. It was coming. When I was 30, I was like, yeah, you know, when I'm 60. When I was 40, I said, when I turn 80. A hundred. That's why I'm like, why they call 50 middle age? Because most people ain't making it to a hundred. You want to take it to the lines, baby. Well, let me just say this. And I know you said most people ain't making it to a hundred. I am declaring right now that we will. Well, I'm declaring right now that you will, but I might not be hanging Daddy out here to 100. Daddy, don't. No, why not? Hey, baby, just genetics are such where Listen, listen. Let's see where we at. But what I'll say is this. Let's be as healthy as we can while we're, be, while we're here. Because to just be a motherfucking 100 years old and sitting around in a wheelchair dust. No, baby. Okay, then we're going to be fantastic. That's what it is. But for whatever time we get, let's enjoy that. We're going to do it, Daddy, but words are powerful. They are. And you and, got to and, speak and, up. And you, you live to 100. I told you. I want Listen, us. it don't fucking matter. <laughs> because, listen, Monique and her family, these women... They gonna outlive the men. I'm already telling y'all now. But I already told her I'll be waiting in the lobby for you when you get. <laughs> if there's some pearly gates, when you get there, I ain't gonna tell you not to take too long because that's what you do. No. I'm gonna holler at the receptionist. No. Yeah. No. Becky is the receptionist. She's been there for the last thousand years. No, you can't fuck she, around she with Becky now. Like Becky causes problems. She was with the good hands. Right, okay, baby. Now, goddamn, of all names, you pick a bitch named Becky. Yeah, what am I doing? What are you doing? I just told her myself. Okay, now. goddamn. Okay. Damn. Of all the bitches, Get it. you picked a bitch named Becky. Get it. Let's go to the lines. Hey, sugar, you on with Monique and Sydney? Who's this and where you calling from? Now she gone. We right, because that bitch was probably Becky. Okay, damn God damn it. That's what happened. Are we getting better as we're getting older? Are we? I, okay, I want to I wanna, uh, share something that I'm, I'm, I'm proud about. Shit. As I'm getting older, mm-hmm. I didn't understand the importance of baking. Okay? Because... See, Daddy, you looking at me like, bitch, what is wrong? I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. And she's psychic. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. It is nothing more gratifying, right, than when you bake a cake or a pie or cupcakes or cookies or homemade ice cream and your family says, that was delicious, right? And having sons... And they're going to grow up and they're going to, you know, go on with life and get their families. But I think about them coming back saying, oh, Ma, can you bake that? You know, remember that? Right. You know, so in me getting older, I begin to understand the importance of motherhood, mm-hmm. of wifehood, mm-hmm. of putting those priorities in order and not being so worried about being impressive outside the home. Mm-hmm. But bringing it inside the home. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about it. Are you getting better as you're getting older? Or are you just fucking around and getting... Oh, damn. <laughs> let's go to let's, the lines, Let's James. go to let's... it. Hey, you on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Hey, y'all. This is Nurse Nikki from Jersey. Hey, hey Nick. Nurse Nikki. Hey, y'all. Um, this title is really confirmation because I was just thinking about this maybe a few days ago. Um, with age, I find in myself that I really um, 
I guess, matured as I got in older. And I'm coming from the part of generational curses. Um, like back in the day, how our parents would beat the hell out of us and stuff like that. They were strict on us. We couldn't go anywhere. And I had to really think about my past and my childhood when I started having kids. And I knew how it made me feel when my mother was beating the hell out of me, keeping me locked up in the house. When you do stuff like that, that makes your children, you know, um, want to do the things they ain't supposed to do that makes them curious. So I had to look into my life and how did I feel when my mother was beating the hell out of me. My grandma, Nana, was beating the hell out of us. And I hated them. And I had to go back to journals so that I could correct past things that was done to me and my cousins. I had to reflect that on my children as in, no, I don't want to beat the hell out of them, even though you can't now because it's a crime. <laughs> but it's a difference from discipline and, and like actually punching your daughter dead up in her face. You know, right. it's a crime now, but back then it was cool. And I had to think about, you know, not being able to go certain places. I was sneaking out the house. Damn, there became a hoe because my mother was so controlling and stuff like that. So this segment, I was just thinking about it, and it really made me reflect on my childhood and generational curses, even down to molestation. You know, some of my cousins were molested after me, and I had to deal with that because I was like, if I just would have said something, maybe it wouldn't have happened. But then when I looked at it, my family was the type that sweep every damn thing under the rug. So I had to stop you know, blaming myself for things that I feel as though I wouldn't have been able to change because you got to be honest, and I were a lot of African-American families, they like to sweep a lot of shit under the rug. And as I got in older, I had to correct and I had to stop a lot of things that was done to us. Mm -hmm. So that's, that brought me back to you know, generational curses in childhood. So I thank y'all for talking about this. Our pleasure. And I'll just say this to consider. Don't consider them potentially generational curses as much as occurrences. Mm -hmm. Because to be cursed is almost as if someone has put something upon you where Mm -hmm. you have the ability, as you're showing right now, to break it due to uh, uh, break the chain of occurrences due to your awareness of the situation. So, yes. you know, we, we sometimes talk in a way in which is, I don't want to say primitive, but there's a reason why things happen that don't have anything to do with a curse. There's no such thing as right. magic, if you will. But right. uh, uh, there's a specific reason why the handkerchief was able to disappear out of the magician's hand and it had nothing to do with magic so this had nothing to do with a curse as much as people not considering what it was that they were doing to others and the fact that you're considering how things played out is an indication of that because the the only real magic was self-awareness right we appreciate you thank you nice nick love y'all talk to you later love you baby Are you getting better as you're getting older? And you know what, Daddy? I never considered that because I was wanting to say, too, break those curses, those curses. But I think it's not even so much a curse, but it's conditioning. It's, uh, again, those occurrences and the reason why we use words like that because, you know, we come from a culture, you know, that 
You just worry like, boy, that better put a root on you now. Yeah. You don't do it. And it's like, no, these are just people doing things that, um, like, we have to take in consideration that there are impulses within us as human beings that we don't understand and that there's a level of consciousness that we have to have to resist partaking in some of those uh, urges that you may have. You may see somebody who says, says smart shit to you on a regular basis. Your urge is to slap the shit out of them while they're eating that sandwich. That's your urge is to slap it out of their hand and get some of their mouth while you, <laughs> you slap in the sandwich. But you restrain yourself because hopefully over time you like, I have slapped sandwiches out of bitches' hands before. That's how you would say it. I have slapped them, and it has served me no good. So moving forward, I'm just going to say to you, bye, 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 bye. But it gave me a tickle. It gave you a tickle, right? Yeah. Okay, to see their lunch meat on the floor. (laughs) Are you getting better as you're getting older? And this is, I mean, it's for everybody. But right now, just addressing the sisters, like, can you really look in the mirror and say to yourself, have I made improvements? Have I put my ego to the side and really said, let me be the best that I can be? Why is it just to the sisters right now? We're together. Yeah, we are, Daddy. Let's have the brothers and sisters and together. Everybody. Let's everybody hold Because you know I'm going to make it a personal story to my goddamn self, well, right? This is, see, when you get older with time, you make it a story about others that's inclusive not just specific to the ladies. Well, I got to work on it. Okay, because we're here together to yeah, work we are. on these things yeah, together. Yeah, we are, baby. Okay. Are you getting better as you're getting older? Are you? And can you take someone saying, hey, you have to include everyone? Yeah. Not just make it about you. Because, again, we don't want to go to stories of stolen snack treats. No. Right. I can be sitting down and Monique goes ask me to move over when there's a chair right there to sit down damn near on me. She don't care. But see, with time and age, you learn how to just accept it and say, okay, baby, that's how she going to do. She don't mean no harm. She come with love and she bakes very nicely. Okay, okay. I like the way you clean that. Baby. Come on now. If you bake the way you sang, oh. or rather, if you sang the way you bake, Hits. You be making hits. But it, let's stick to the grits. Come on now. You going to try to crack on the bitch in the midst of baby. paying a compliment. Baby. Daddy, now I wasn't going to give them a song. I was not. But because. Now nah, I brought this shit on myself. You have brought a song to my spirit. Because. <laughs> baby, somebody on the line and they got something to say. Think about others. Let's go to the line. <laughs> hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Oh, my God. I finally got through auntie and uncle. Oh, my God. What's going on? (laughs) Uh, You know what? I hope you know that you two are my drug of choice. I need my fix every week. Last Thursday, I didn't see you, and I've been through withdrawal the whole time. I want you to know that. And and you can't go to jail for using us. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I've gotten a lot better since I've gotten older. I used to be a very angry child, you know, well, not child, but teenager, because of things that happened to me in my youth, and it it carried on to me being an adult, and I understand what you were saying about your auntie, auntie, because I had an Aunt Callie who was like that. She was 
so stern. I knew she loved me, but she was just stern as hell. You know, and I didn't like her because I wanted someone who was nicer. And she was just, you know, there was no, hey, baby. It was going over there and sit down somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was like, oh, my God, why must you say it like that? You know, I'm, I'm five and six years old. Mm-hmm. You know, but now that I'm older, I understand that the reason why as they get older or as we grow older, they get calmer, I think it's because they had to be that stern back then. Mm-hmm because of the era that we lived in, and there was so much against us, and so many things that could have gone wrong, that if they kept us on our toes by speaking to us that way, it kept us alert, mm-hmm. and it, it, it kept us ready for the world. So mm-hmm. now that, that we've grown older, we have children of our own, and they can see in our children and in us that we have listened to their stern lessons, they can calm down now. Yes. And they can be a little bit nicer because, okay, it worked. They're good. I can go ahead and let them do now because they've listened to me. They understand where I was coming from. Even though I had to say it the way I said it, it may have come through harsh, but the lesson was learned. And that's the one thing that they had to do. They had to be that way. There's a reason why our parents beat the hell out of us if we spoke up, you know, if we, if we, if we, did, if we disrespected someone. Because back in the day, we would get hung come from on. doing that. So I'd rather beat your ass than you hang from a tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was our life lesson. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the reason why a lot of our aunties are like that. They just wanted us to wake up and to realize you can play and be a kid, but damn it, you better wake up because you're going to die if you don't. You can't do a lot of things because, you know, and I, I just, you know, I love you guys. I'm you- so glad that you guys are back on you know, I'm, I'm glad that I didn't miss this show because I would have truly had to go into a damn rehab if I had missed this show this week. But <laughs> but you know what's beautiful? Mm-hmm. You just made a um. You just you just explained a lot of aunts, and you just yeah. probably took a big burden off of a lot of their shoulders because it's not like we didn't know our aunts didn't love us. But we didn't right. know our aunts loved us because or liked you or, or even liked you uh, because uh. we didn't necessarily come from those ones that come on over here and give me a hug or come here. Let me show you how to bake this cake or come in. So it, that just took, I'm sure, a, a heavy burden off because I didn't have any aunts like that. Uh, I had an aunt that was I. loving, but she wasn't um, affectionate. And that was my aunt Betty. My Aunt Betty was very, very loving. Like, she would do, and to this day, will do anything in the world for you. But I couldn't just run in the house and jump in her arms. Mm. You know, so yeah. I think that what you're saying is, is appreciated because it just took a heavy burden off, I believe. But in addition to that, I think that part of what they gave to uh, the family in terms of the matriarchs is mm. specific in unto what they learned to give mm. when you got to know them when you were younger because mm. they too were younger. The information that they're giving you when they're older is the information that they almost taught themselves. Right. So there's a level of to the reflection that we, you know, give to ourselves, it again only comes with tenure. It only comes with the amount of time that you've taken to reflect on yourself and oftentimes self-reflection is not coming when you're in preschool, you Mm. know. Exactly. And you see people who are 
60s, 70s, 80s, and still seem to have no have no self-reflection because, you know, the energy of your mom, who is the youngest, right? Yes. And the energy of your uh, Aunt Anne, who is the, the oldest, oldest uh, on two ends of the scale in terms of how they've changed over time, where you saw one that, though you may have seen that they wanted to change, they've expressed in your mom that there was a difficulty in changing because there's an old saying, repetition brings on retention. If it takes 30 days mm. to form a habit and you've been doing the same thing for 70-some-odd years, Come on. then it's it's going to take an extreme amount of time for you to break that said helmet, ha- uh, habit, habit a little mm. bit more than 30 days. So mm. when you see those individuals that reflect and are willing to do the work, because that's the key, because they begin to care more about others than just how they feel, then you see it change. And I think they've gotten softer over time. And again, realize that if she spills something, all you do is wipe it up. You mm-hmm. don't yell, slap the kid in the head, then right. tell them to clean it up because it's just some drink. But I think back in the day, Uncle, the reason why they would smack us back in the head was because back then, if you spill something, that was all they had. So you just fucked it up for the whole household right now. Like, <laughs> you you fucked it up. I mean, Check out what you're doing. You, you, you understand why, but then you say to yourself realistically, how does smacking your child when they make a mistake, though that's all that you have, benefit them more than being understanding because one day they'll True. grow up to have a child who will spill something, who may make a mistake. I always reflect it's interesting that you speak about spilling a situation that I had, and I've spoken about it before with my grandmother, and I always reflect on it. And I knew in that moment somehow that it would come back to benefit me, but as a child going with you know my grandmother to Dutch country, Pennsylvania, and I may have been all of about five, if that, six, mm-hmm. and... We're at the cafeteria, and we got our tray, and there's my drink, there's my plate, and there's my green jello. And there's no way in the world in my mind that I can balance all of this shit and make it back to the table. (laughs) I know I'm not going to do it. And because I told myself I wasn't going to do it, sure enough, my drink and my little jello slid off on a plate in the middle of the carpet in front of everybody. And my grandmother looked at me. And she just said the same thing you said. Oh, baby, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Picked that up and then took it, you know, cleaned it and, and sat me down, brought me back another jello and drink. Well, I knew that was unique because my father had been known to clown slap me when I had <laughs> dropped something and broken a glass. So mm-hmm. I said, I want to implement that way of doing things. So now... There have been more than one occasion that I have reflected on her because my children, our children, have knocked <laughs> over a great deal of stuff. And just last night, Jonathan's silly butt jumped on the bed and he broke his bed. And I looked at him and I know my father would have whipped my ass this side of Sunday. But I looked at him and said, what you doing, man? He says, daddy. Now, he already upset because he thinks. You know, I done messed up. And when you got three boys, they're going to break beds because this ain't the first one. Okay? <laughs> it's not. They ain't the first one. They like to jump on them. But <laughs> you have a conversation with them about things in a different way 
when you've been given a pass. Yes. So I I say all that to say that we have a tendency of doing what's been done to us. And if we're lucky, if we're lucky, we've reflected on the negative things that have been done to us and say we refuse to do it to somebody else. Exactly. We well, love I you, baby. Thank you all for this fix. Thank you. We love I can you. go for another week now. Hey, Peaches! <laughs> we love you guys. We love you back. All right, baby. Okay, baby. Bye bye. We're talking about it, y'all. Are you getting better as you're getting older? And just this morning, right? So, my niece, her name is Stephanie, but I've always called her Tuffy. And I called her Tuffy as a little girl because one day I had her up on the um, kitchen counter. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She was about maybe 18 months. She wasn't quite two yet. And she fell off of that damn counter. And when I tell you that baby got right back up, like she ain't fall. Tough. I was so scared. And I just, from that moment, I called her Tuffy. And now Tuffy's 30 years old mm-hmm. with two children of her own. Sky is four and Raymond is uh, three weeks old. And I said to her, I wish that I had an aunt like me. Mm -hmm. And it makes a difference. It really makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. You get filled up, baby? I'm getting filled up. Go ahead, baby. That's right. Take a moment. Then come on back. I'm going to do it. There you go. I wish I had, but I was fortunate enough to have an aunt and my aunt Dolores but it's one of those things if I had another aunt I would like to have an aunt like you but instead I got a wife like you that I appreciate how you have tried to take care of others and the benefit of sometimes I think when you see it not being reciprocated and folks maybe not appreciating is that you know you don't do it for what others' uh, appreciation level may be as much as you do it for the fact that it feels like the right thing to do and the ones that appreciate it, appreciate it. And hopefully I pass that on because I think that this was a great experience for the family of ladies. And for the men out there watching, don't be afraid to let your lady hang out with the ladies, mm. whether it's your family or whether it's her girlfriends. Sometimes you might want to even get them together to do some things. You might like Madden and PlayStation, and then you can go send them and have a great time, and then you go get down on the PlayStation and have a good time. You come home, your girl, woman had a good time. Now they're going to treat you right for getting them a good time. And ladies... The same thing is on the flip. Y'all might not make like Madden the PlayStation, but then again, you may. But being happy, seeing others happy, and being able to embrace one another's family so that they ultimately are as one family. So I'm appreciative of this Thanksgiving that is about to take place because I'm already thankful what for has been given. Yeah. Yeah. Are you getting better as you're getting older? I'm full right now, Daddy, because I'm just thinking about my niece Mm -hmm. and the woman that she's become and the mother that she is. Y'all, when I tell you she's an amazing mommy, 
and I'm I'm getting a chance to watch her little girl be her all over again. And when I tell y'all this little girl is the duplicate of her mother. Mm-hmm. And she looks at me with these great big eyes like her mother used to do, right? And when her mother was her age, her mother's name, Stephanie's mother's name is Vanessa. And Vanessa would always say to me, Monique, that's too much. Mm-hmm. Don't get her nothing else. And when Stephanie, I wouldn't let Stephanie cry. I wouldn't put Stephanie, like, it was just Aunt Nikki and, and, and Tuffy, right? So now that they're Sky, I'm finding Stephanie is now her mother. And I said, listen, as I told your mother, leave me alone. And I'm telling you right now, leave me alone. That's right. And she just sits back and chuckles. And But Tuffy is still my baby. And I'm watching this baby be this woman with a strength that I'm proud to watch, you know? Mm. Go ahead, Daddy. Go ahead. Oh, you going to throw it to me on that? That's like somebody done said some shit. Now go ahead. Take it. <laughs> Okay, for my next song. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I, you know, and I don't think oftentimes we share with our babies how proud we are of them. Mm-hmm. Like the other night, we were just laying in the bed, and I'm watching her whole Ray Ray, and I'm watching Sky lay up on her, and I'm like, Tuffy, I'm just proud of you. Like I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm proud of you. I am proud of. The woman that I knew she would become. And she had to go through her journey. Like she had to go through her bumps and her 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 slip-ups and her mistakes. But as we all have. Okay. As we all have. Right. Because you know her Aunt Nikki is a wild girl. Right. As we all have. But when she came through it, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm 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 proud of her. And and the journey still continues for her, you, and and the rest of us out here, which is the reason why we should try to continue to work on being better. And if you don't feel like you're better, then what you doing? Try to work on being a little bit better and feeling a little bit better. Being a little bit nicer to people is ultimately being a little bit nicer to yourself. So... When you see folks coming through it on the other end, you know, if you have a healthy appetite for seeing good stuff, it makes you feel good. If you though if you that type of people would, you know, doesn't make you feel so good, well, you know, it doesn't do anything for you. What we're talking about is designed for those people who appreciate positive things, a level of growth. <laughs> and the day we chose not to have the Typical conversation of what's happening on media regarding Trump, you know, and things of that nature. Because, you know, it'll be time to delve into the specifics. But the day was just in lieu of the proverbial, and quote, holidays. We just were saying these are some of the things that we're thankful for, though we're thankful on a daily basis. Daddy, when you just said holiday, I felt a song on my spirit. Uh-oh. When you just said holiday, I felt a song on my spirit, Daddy. You've been and I want you to sing it with me. Hope. 
Tell Mo Tell Holiday, Holiday Inn. Inn I say if your girl, girl start acting up what? Then you take her friend Can I ask you a question? Yeah Where did that come from? When you said Holiday There it is Right baby Thank okay, you I, just I appreciate it, it I appreciate it And you just helped me out I'm, I'm getting older Sometimes I can be a little bit slow Yeah Thank you for giving Was me Was y'all right speed. there with that? You got it That's all I'm saying baby And listen you know how you get better as you get older? Let the kid and you stay alive. Mm-hmm. Let that kid and you stay alive, baby. Because the moment you start taking shit so serious and you want to be so fucking grown, you fuck it up. I'll make sure. <laughs> I'll make sure. We, we'll take this recording and make sure we keep the kid. Yeah, we'll play it back. Remember what you said. I tell all my hoes, break it up. What? What? Break it down. What? What? Back it up. Come on now. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Wait a minute now. Break it up. Break it up. I made love to a stripper. First, I had to tip her. Twenty thousand ones. Huh? She said that I'm the nigga. I said that I'm the nigga, bitch. I already know. Ow, daddy. What Feel good it? about it. Yeah, I do. Feel good about it. Let me it. tell y'all something about this. Tell her. Okay. As I'm getting older. I would hope that I'm getting better because I've been rapping a long time, mm. right? Yeah. And nobody has called on it yet. Nobody. Knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody. But you. <laughs> but you. That's what happened, baby. You do it. Right. Oh, y'all, we love y'all. We absolutely love y'all to pieces. And we want y'all to have an amazing time with your families. Not just because, not just because they designated a day. Don't do that. That's the bullshit. Okay, that's the bullshit. Don't just designate a day to fuck with your people. Hold up. Mm-hmm. You just busted out though, <laughs> almost like the drunk at the party, <laughs> where the shit was going in a different direction. And wait a minute, I just want to. You know what? Now that I think about it, Thanksgiving is like in. Y'all want y'all to get together. Have a good time for Thanksgiving. Not just because the motherfuckers told you to, but because... Oh, Daddy. <laughs> That's what you do for me. That's right. That's what you do to me. That's what's up. Come on now. Hey, baby. Come on. Talk to me. It's that time. Listen, y'all. Today's show, are we getting better as we're getting older? Something to think about, something that you want. But only you know the answer to it. So we want to thank y'all. We want to thank each ear, each heart, each mind for taking out your time and playing with us today. Because y'all could have been doing anything else. Anything. So like my daddy says, the mind is like a parachute. It is no good unless it's open. We love y'all. For free. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.